Some thoughts now about the situation in Iraq. As America deals with the consequences of that war in its homes and communities back home, the people of Iraq are engaged in their own imperfect healing process. Those two processes will come together in a curious and compelling moment during the upcoming Boston Marathon, when among the runners will be Lukman Faley, Iraq's ambassador to the United States. For him, running in solidarity with the victims of the Boston Marathon terrorist bombing a year ago is just part of a larger message of brotherhood and the importance of not forgetting the past, especially, Ambassador Faley says, when Americans and Iraqis have shared so much history in wartime and in fighting the scourge of terrorism together. The key message is to show solidarity between the Iraqi and the U.S. people in relation to the fight against terrorism, that we both have uh, suffered and we both need to work together. We need to cooperate and have a similar narrative. Terrorism will never uh, defeat us. We will never change our uh, discourse. We will never change our drive. That's what we want to do to achieve that. But that is a message that one could not be very confident about in your own country right now. On the contrary, the people have more or less politically terrorism has lost. It does. It has not changed the political scene significantly. It has not changed the people's drive to prosperity, peace, and so on. On the contrary, you can see from Iraqi politics in your day, day and day, we have incidents, we have issues, we have uh, crimes, uh, which are all primarily driven by terrorism. Nobody's doubting that. But we also have clear determination of people. Let me give you a simple example. Election, peaceful election, will take place at the end of this month in Iraq. This is the fourth national election for the formation of government since 2003. So which is a sign that the people want to develop politically, want to have democracy, but we have a vicious enemy, a tumor in our society called terrorism. We have to eradicate that. There's also, though, a narrative in your country of the splits between the Shia, the Sunni, and the Kurds. Uh, Where does that stand? Are these groups moving apart as we move down the road towards democracy, or are they coming together? That's, uh, I would say, forgive me for using such a word, that's a binary view of it. I'm a Kurd and a Shia. I'm a faili. That's an ethnicity in Iraq in which a significant proportion of the Kurdish and the Shia population who are both Kurds and Shia. You can't straightjacket me into that narrative. Recently, we had an, a terrorist act in our own ministry, foreign ministry. Eleven of my colleagues were killed. I can assure you there were Kurds, there were Arabs, there were Shia, there were Sunnis, and so on. So the terrorism we face now are not as uh, clear-cut driven by the sectarian drive. They would like to increase the rift. They would like to uh, divide the country to be able to to have more influence. Yes, sure. But that's our determination, not to straightjacket ourselves into a simple narrative of Kurds and Shias. It's it's not as simple as that. I wish it was. And uh, certainly, I don't mean to pigeonhole you, but uh, if, as you say, the intent of the terrorists is to divide, is there trust growing between Kurds is, and uh, Shia is, and Sunni, or, or is, is the division succeeding? There is a, a polarization taking place in the whole region. If you ask me, do we have enough harmony? I said no. That's what we need to achieve. 
We need to work more toward harmonizing our environment to move away from the sectarian narrative, more into prosperity, more into inclusion. But that's an issue across the country. That's a, a part of the political development, moving away from dictatorship. As you run in Boston, there will be few, if any, signs of terrorism, except maybe right at the end of the race, where the bombing, of course, took place at the finish line. And even there, it would be nothing like doing uh, the same race in Baghdad, where there would be signs of terrorism virtually everywhere, on every street corner. Um, How do you keep your own personal feelings from entering into your thoughts as you run in Boston and you look around you and see the beautiful streets and the well-maintained infrastructure and know that in Baghdad, in part because of the U.S. invasion, the city is destroyed in some places. Why can't you have a beautiful city like the people of Boston? We had beautiful cities. We're working toward rebuilding those cities. Uh, Other cities have developed much faster than Baghdad. Uh, I have to admit that. How do I view that? I will always, as a diplomat, have the positive outlook and say, okay, we should have that. We should work with our partners. Let me give an example. Last week, I went to Seattle to receive one of the Boeing planes. Next day, we went to Baghdad. I know next week, when we use that plane, we're providing better U.S. services to our people. That touches the people directly. They see a new plane, Boeing planes, customized to the Iraqis, with Iraqi logo on. That's what I want to do. I want to touch the heart of the people with U.S. capabilities. There is more willingness in Iraq than I have seen in the United States. There is more psychological uh, healthiness uh, in Iraq than I have seen in, in the United States in relation to Iraq fatigueness. My participation in the marathon is another sign that you should look into Iraq as a success story in as far as your fight against terrorism is concerned, success story in your fight against trying to move into democratic processes. It, we had issues, but let's not be haunt ourselves with that issue. Let's look forward together. Good message if you're running a marathon. Don't give up before the finish line. You're with a marathon mentality, which I have tried to adapt more and more, more because of uh, my diplomatic needs for it, more mm-hmm. than anything else, with coming from Iraq, obviously. It's not an easy task to be assigned to this post after the troop withdrawal with the old ten, last 10 years' legacy, is to say, okay, you need to have that tenaciousness, of the long view of things. That, the mindset, we need both to work together. We need to have long view. So uh, the night before a marathon, my carb loading is uh, generally a big plate of pasta. What does an Iraqi ambassador load carbs the night before? I'm getting invited by some of the students in in, in some of the local universities over there, and I will await to see the menu. But they have suggested pasta to me. Uh, On the morning of the marathon, I will have plenty of egg, personally, boiled egg. That's my my, my, uh, own resolution for it. Ambassador Faley, thanks so much. Thank you very much, John. Much obliged. Lukman Faley is Iraq's ambassador to the U.S. He'll be running in the Boston Marathon later this month. And in two weeks, I'll be up at our partner station, WGBH, in Boston, reporting on the one-year anniversary of that bombing. Since WNYC's first broadcast in 1924... We've been dedicated to creating the kind of content we know the world needs. Since then, New York Public Radio's rigorous journalism has gone on to win a Peabody Award and a DuPont Columbia Award, among others. 
In addition to this award-winning reporting, your sponsorship also supports inspiring storytelling and extraordinary music that is free and accessible to all. To get in touch and find out more, visit sponsorship.wnyc.org.